missionaries to Mexico. If you have your Bibles this morning, I'd like to invite you to turn to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11. Ecclesiastes, chapter 11. If you had a rough week, this is your lucky day. Uh, Sunday school lesson was extremely simple, and uh, the morning message, this message is going to be very, very simple. And, uh, but uh, I trust that it might be an encouragement to your heart. Uh, Pastor, what is the custom? Do you normally stand or sit for the reading of God's word? That's, uh, that's great. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, we're going to read verses 1 through 6. I want you to pay close attention to a phrase that uh, comes up four times in this passage of Scripture. And the phrase is, thou knowest not. Thou knowest not. And we're going to see that uh, God is talking about planting the seed. And what we're going to see is that our job is simply to plant the seed and leave the harvest up to God. A lot of times we're frustrated because we're not seeing more harvest. But listen, if we'll be faithful planting the seed, there will be a harvest. Our job is just to worry about planting the seed. It says in verse 1, Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not, there it is, thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Here it is again. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so... Thou knowest not the works of God, who maketh all. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Amen. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the privilege, the honor to be in this church this morning. God, I thank you. Thank you for your faithful preacher and your faithful people. And God, I pray that you would allow me to be an encouragement so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. You know, uh, God does a lot of things. And uh, one of the greatest works of God is what he does in the, in the hearts of men, in the lives of mankind. And uh, uh, the harvest and, and, and God is the God of the harvest. It's his harvest. And our job is to sow the seed. Uh, we're going to look at uh, three simple points this morning. God uses physical things to help us to understand uh, spiritual things. We're going to see some uh, physical laws this morning that uh, pass over and they're spiritual laws also. So we're going to see first in verse 1, uh, the Bible tells us to sow thy seed in faith. Sow thy seed in faith. In verse 1, the Bible says, cast thy bread upon the waters. It's talking about sowing the seed. For thou shalt find it after many days. Now, uh, I would like to go in, the, you know, the more I study this passage of Scripture, the more I see. And I have to be careful because I could preach two hours on this. There's so much in this 
uh, portion of God's word. And I'd like to go into verse one, uh, but to talk about casting the bread upon the waters. But for time's sake, I won't. For your sake, I won't. Okay. And uh, but it says, cast thy bread, cast the seed upon the waters. Uh, and uh, so it's talking about sowing and reaping. Uh, what are the three laws of sowing and reaping. Can we be a little bit informal this morning? Would that be okay, Pastor? Okay. The first law of sowing and reaping. Help me out here. We always reap what we sow. Okay. We all know that. Uh, uh, physically, if we go out and uh, plant corn, we're going to reap corn. And, uh, and we know that. But it, that carries over spiritually. Galatians 6, 7 says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And that ought to make us afraid when we sin. We will reap what we sow. But that ought to encourage us. Listen, uh, don't worry about the harvest. We ought to be encouraged. You know, if we talk to somebody about the Lord, and we don't see them pray and trust in the Lord as our Savior. We ought to just rejoice that we had the opportunity to plant the seed. If we plant the seed, there will be a harvest. It's guaranteed. We always reap what we sow. Okay, the second law of sowing and reaping. We always reap much more. Okay, we always reap much more. We were with a a farmer in Kansas and uh, we went to lunch, and we were talking about this, he, and he raises corn. And he, and that, now, this is Kansas corn, but uh, he said, you sow one. Now, think about this. Man, if the world could do this, they would go crazy. You, you sow one, and you reap 700 times. On an ear of corn, there's, on the average, his corn, 700 kernels. Now, that's amazing. Uh, another farmer in Kansas told me that with Milo, you so have you ever seen a Milo seed? They're extremely small. It's incredible. You sow one of those seeds, and, and you reap what produces a, a sack of Milo seed. That's incredible. Uh, I was, uh, we were on deputation when my kids were all with us. We have four children. And we were up in Maine. And uh, I love corn on the cob. Down in Mexico, Mexico it's called elotes. And uh, you get an elote out in the town square, maybe, in the plaza. And, uh, and they pull it out of the barrel. You can pick which one you want, and they pull it out. And it's, it's white corn. It's field corn. But it's, you get a taste for it. And they put everything you can imagine on that. They put mayonnaise and salsa and lemon, lime. Uh, it's wonderful. They put cheese on it. And, uh, but we were eating corn on the cob. My wife made it. We had a little picnic, and, and we were sitting out, outside eating corn on the cob. And they, it was Maine corn, so it was small. And, and I asked my kids. I got this idea. That's before I talked to the farmer. I said, uh, count uh, how many kernels are on your ear of corn. And... Uh, and I thought I had two reasons for doing that. I wanted to know how many kernels were on an ear of corn. 
But I, I love corn, and I thought, while they're, my kids eat a lot. It's amazing how much my kids eat. While they're counting, I'm going to be eating. I'm going to get a head start. But, but they tricked me right away. They had the answer. And I thought, how did they do that? And what they did is they counted one row, and then they, they counted how many rows there were, and they multiplied it. And they, they said, Dad, there's about 600 kernels. Next time, I thought about this. Next time, I'm going to ask them to count the seeds in a watermelon. <laughs> See if they can trick me. But think about that. How many, one seed produces all those seeds in a watermelon. But how many watermelons are on a, on a, in a plant? So, uh, one seed produces 700, but that's not true because every one of those seeds produces 700 more. So, so the second time around, the second year, it's 490,000. One seed by the second year has produced 490,000. By the third year, do we have any mathematicians here? Three and a half million the third year. Now, all I'm saying is, if we'll sow the seed, there's going to be much, 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 much more than we ever realized. You know, Satan is an expert at belittling us. And Satan tells all of us here, every, your, your pastor, all of us, the missionary, you're not doing much. But we have no idea what we think our, our little faithfulness, we have no idea what that faithfulness is accomplishing. We always reap what we sow. We always reap much, much, much more. And then the third law of sowing and reaping. Does anybody know what the third law of sowing and reaping is? It always takes time. Now this is where we mess up. Uh, it says in verse 1, Cast thy bread upon the water, sow the seed, for thou shalt find it right away. Is that what it says? Thou shalt find it after many days. Now here's the thing. This whole passage of Scripture, it's saying, Thou knowest not. You don't know. God knows. But we don't know. Thou knowest not. And uh, so we leave the harvest up to God. But, but by faith we sow the seed. And we just trust God. For the har harvest, Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season, in God's timing, we shall reap. The young farmer, his dream has always been to farm. He grew up in the city. This is a made-up story, okay? This didn't happen. Uh, but he finally moves out into the country, and he buys a field. And man, he works so hard to to prepare the ground for that, to sow the seed. I mean, just getting, getting it ready to sow. I think about Mexico, those old missionaries prepared the ground. And they're ha through us, they're having a great harvest. But uh, he, he prepares the ground and a great investment in money and time and sweat. And he's so excited, he goes out and he plants the seed. This is how we are. Then he runs home, gets the combine out of the barn, 
rushes back to the field. Now help me out. When he gets back to the field, what does he see? Dirt. Dirt. And he thinks, wow, I, I hear other people talking. You know, you hear other people talking about winning souls. Then, well, I'll give it a little time. And he goes home and comes back the next day. What does he see? Dirt. He's beginning to get discouraged. He's heard, well, to be a farmer, you have to be patient. So he goes back home, comes back the third day. What does he see? Goes back home, comes back the fourth day. What does he see? Dirt. Comes back the next day. What does he see? No. Weeds. Is that right? Have you guys ever grown a garden? And boy, he's, by this time, he's really discouraged. And he, man, I'm, there's something wrong with me. And uh, not only am I not seeing a harvest, but things are going from bad to worse. It always takes time. We may get some fruit, first fruits here, but we really won't see the harvest till we get to heaven. And we just need to trust God. Just be faithful. Sow the seed. Sow thy seed in faith. Secondly, sow thy seed without fear. In verse 4, it says, he that observed. I was an introvert, and I, I mean, I was terrible. And uh, it was just torture for me. We had two little girls. It was just torture to go from church to church. And uh, I, I raised what I thought was $600 a month. And when we got to Mexico, I realized it was $400 a month. And... Uh, and we starved to death and died. <laughs> no. God took care of us. But I remember the night before we went into Mexico, we, we were drove, driving down into South Texas, drove till about 2, 3 in the morning. I don't know. I was just exhausted. And uh, we were supposed to meet another missionary at the border. And I was trying to get there. We were supposed to be there the next day. And uh, got into this uh, uh, motel, old motel. And, uh, and I went in, had to wake the guy up, uh, a guy from India, had to wake him up. And I, and I asked him, what are your rates? How much would it be for us to spend the night? And he told me, and I said, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the guy was kind of put out. I, I said, I just don't have enough money. And uh, he said, well, how much will you give me? And I said, well, I could give you. And I forget how much it was. It wasn't a lot. And uh, he said, okay. And we went into the motel room and we were exhausted. My wife and uh, daughters went to sleep right away. One was four and one was two. And I thought I was going to go to sleep. But Satan came and talked to me. And Satan said, where are you going? Well, Mexico. And uh, what are you going to do in Mexico? Well, we're going to be missionaries. And you know people in Mexico. Well, not really. But you speak the language. Well, no, but we're going to learn. And, but you have plenty of support raised. Well, it's not very much. Man, he beat me up. And I was ready to go back home. But the morning came, the sun came up, had a cup of coffee, and we went to Mexico. Faith and fear always go together. And, and we step out by faith, and there will be fear involved. And, and Satan will make us look at the circumstances. But listen, the way we defeat fear is to put our eyes on the Lord. Faith in the Lord. Talk to God. And uh, sow thy seed 
without fear. Sow thy seed in faith. Sow thy seed without fear. And then third, sow thy seed with fervor. Sow thy seed with fervor. In verse 6, the Bible says, In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that. And I like to think that it's talking about the morning of our Christian lives. In the morning, when we're young Christians, sow the seed. And in the evening, some of you folks are in the evening. In the evening, withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not. Listen, as long as we're on this earth, God has a job for us to do. In verse 2, the Bible says, Give a portion to seven. Seven is the number of completion. Okay, there's seven days in a week. Give a portion to seven. Do the job. A lot of us, we get older and we say, well, I've done the job. It says give a portion to seven and also to eight. What's the number eight in the Bible? New beginnings. The eighth day of the week is the first day of the week. Uh, Mexicans understand that. They say, cada ocho días. I go to church. Every eight days I go to church. No, every seven days. No, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> and what they're saying, when they say every eight days I go to church, this is something that I do over and over and over again. Give a portion to seven. What is the greatest seed that we can sow? The gospel. Listen, there's a lot of different ways to sow the gospel with our mouth, with our actions, with our money. Uh, down in Mexico, we say with our pasos and with our pesos. Pasos are steps. With our steps and with our pesos, our money, we sow the seed. Oh, what a wonderful thing it is to be able to sow the seed because we know there will be a harvest. Listen, every farmer, when it's time to sow the seed, man, he's out sowing the seed because it's a limited time. And that time passes. And there's a lot of Christians that don't understand that the time is going to end. I believe quickly. I think we're in the last days. The time, the door is open now. It's amazing to me, California. Man, the world has come here. What a mission field California is. Sow thy seed with fervor. The Bible says, I hath not seen nor ear heard. Now listen to this. I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. Do you love God? What has God prepared? Well, streets of gold, uh, pearly gates, and you know, we're talking about the construction materials. And, and there's other things that are much, much greater that God has prepared for us. And I think one of the greatest things that God has prepared for us is the harvest. I think one day, very soon, we're going to go to heaven. And uh, what a wonderful thing it will be to hear those words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And the Lord will usher us in. And I think it's going to blow our minds when we see the harvest, if we've been faithful. And I think immediately we're going to think two things. I never would have thought that my little faith would have accomplished so much. 
And then secondly, why didn't I sow more? Why didn't I do more? Oh, listen, we have a wonderful opportunity now to sow the seed.